week four. Let's begin with Psalm 94. Save us, O Lord our God. Oh, that today you would listen to his voice. They went as far as Capernaum, and at once on the Sabbath he went into the synagogue and began to teach. And his teaching made a deep impression on them, because, unlike the scribes, he taught them with authority. And at once in their synagogue there was a man with an unclean spirit, and he shouted, What do you want with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are the Holy One of God. But Jesus rebuked it, saying, Be quiet, come out of him. And the unclean spirit threw the man into convulsions, and with a loud cry went out of him. The people were so astonished that they started asking one another what it all meant, saying, Here is a teaching that is new, and with authority behind it. He gives orders even to unclean spirits, and they obey him. And his reputation at once spread everywhere through all the surrounding Galilean countryside.
Mark's Gospel begins with the call of the Apostles and the start of the public ministry of Jesus. And we heard last week about how they were trained and probably grouped together for quite a while before they actually set out. And that John the Baptist was perhaps the instigator and once he was arrested, that gave the impetus for the movement to begin. And this small group began to wander the Galilean countryside and call in at all the local synagogues, like the one in Capernaum mentioned today. The first thing Jesus does is to teach the people from the scriptures about the kingdom of God. And he instantly makes an impression on them. Why? The answer Mark tells us is that he taught with authority. Jesus shows confidence and knowledge of the scriptures. He knows what he's talking about. He is inspiring, uplifting, enlightening. He could bring the scriptures to life with new ideas, not just repeating what others had said or laying burdens on them like the hypocritical Pharisees. He was revealing that the time for God's loving presence promised in the scriptures was now about to begin. He was the Holy One of God. The second thing that happens today is very important for Mark to make a point about Jesus. This unusual exorcism of the possessed man who knew who Jesus was and that he was from Nazareth and described him as the Holy One of God. The way Jesus commands authority in the face of evil is meant to be amazing. The astonished people were left wondering, what does this mean? Mark was about to give them the answer with the rest of his gospel. Scripture scholars tell us that Mark does this deliberately. He doesn't claim to write events as they actually happened. His reasons for writing and his framework is more theological than historical. My old parish priest used to say, don't say, did this actually occur? But why is this occurring? In other words, why is Mark offering this information to tell us? What is he trying to tell us about Jesus? It seems he's offering and developing a certain view of Jesus as given to him by Peter in Rome, who told him the stories firsthand, and he was therefore writing for the persecuted Christians who lived there. You know all about them in the catacombs and in the Colosseum. They needed reassurance that Jesus, although a man from Nazareth understood God as his father and had the power of a king. 
The important thing, uh, thing for Mark was that Jesus not only had the authority to teach, but that his actions and presence commanded authority also. Jesus was first a teacher, but also a charismatic prophet whose words and signs show that God is directly working on the side of human beings. In the first century, the most common political power system in operation was the idea of a monarchy. When the Hebrew nation wanted to ascribe power to God, it was an obvious mechanism to copy the image of a king. And we've heard of all the tactics that the kings get up to. We've heard in Samuel this week, we've heard about uh, the stories of David and Saul and the intrigue and the quest and the thirst for power. Jesus began his teaching with the purpose to proclaim that the kingdom of God was on its way. And Jesus made it clear that his kingdom was for the poor and would establish justice. Mark wanted everyone to know that from the very beginning, Jesus brought this about by his words, actions and very presence. And we should constantly look at Jesus' actions and his presence and listen to his words because they're relevant so much today, more today perhaps, than when he actually spoke them, when he was there with his apostles. And when he was there, Jesus was ready and able to confront evil and win the spiritual battle for the human heart. When we gather to celebrate Mass today, the events of 2,000 years ago can sometimes seem very distant and very strange. The Old Testament writers look forward to an unknown promised future, particularly when they were in exile. The prophets had mentioned a new servant king would come to save them, which led to the expectancy of a Messiah, a powerful Messiah, a Messiah like David, like what they were used to. And then Mark tells us, you've got the Messiah. He does it in a hidden way. He has a, a thing about him, Mark, that he doesn't want to proclaim the message of Jesus being the Messiah. And we have all this intrigue of, don't tell anybody what you know. Don't say what's happening. And we have just spent the last three weeks celebrating the incarnation of the Messiah in a stable in Bethlehem, not in a palace. And we're in a much better position today to appreciate what Mark was trying to say. The good news of Mark is that Jesus is here today, ready to confront evil, ready to confront all injustice with the authority of his word, actions and very presence. And he will be with us in our modern struggles, in all the things that worry us today, 
all the things that's happening in Ukraine, all the things that's happening in the Holy Land. And he'll be here just as he was for those people in Rome or in the synagogue in Capernaum. We just need to turn to him and seek his presence. that speak of sacrifice hands that flung stars into space to cruel nails surrender so let us learn how to serve and in our lives Others needs to prefer For it is Christ we're serving This is our God, the servant king He calls us now to Daily offering of 
servant's king. This is our God.